0: favorite guest don't speak don't say anything okay get in there say
1: hi hi (laughs) it's charles disney yay uh
0: we're back you know this is the last time i'm gonna bring up this subject okay but i hate three billboards outside have you talked
1: about it often on your podcast i talked
0: about it a few weeks ago about some problems in it and now i've thought about it even more and it's even
1: worse than i thought so it's increasingly bothering you.
0: It, it It's increasingly bother me. bothering me, and it's not a good movie.
1: Did you like it when you were watching it?
0: Unfortunately, I thought I did. <laughs> but then I changed my mind. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, we were talking about the Oscar nominations. The Oscars are coming up. What day are they? Like March 4th or, or March 1st? September. March 4th. March 4th. Yeah. First off, I mean,
1: what are we talking about? Three billboards? Or are we talking about? The we're Oscars? talking
0: about movies, just in general, okay. right now, and then we'll go into three billboards.
1: But do, don't do you think movies last year were not good? I don't know. I mean, I'm. I saw. I did not see as many movies as I usually do, so I'm super behind on everything. But maybe that speaks to just how blah everything mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, the thing that always I don't know. The, it's hard to tell in this day and age like what what's really going to be there as a talking point in 20 years. What movies are people going to talk about because Sure.
0: Do we talk are there movies that we talk about that are 20 years old still?
1: I think there's definitely influential so movies. So 20 years
0: ago, 1998ish, 1997. Yeah. What movies from that time do we still talk about? Titanic. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean not really. Yeah, not really. I like Titanic though.
1: It's fine. But I don't think people you are. say,
0: Did you say Titanic was fine? It's fine. One of the greatest films ever made.
1: Is it? Mm-hmm. Are you just remembering it with a rose-colored glasses? No, I I've, I
0: watch it at least a few times every year.
1: Wow. I've seen it once. Can you believe that? Once. I saw it in the did theater. Did you see it in the theater? On Christmas Day in 1997. It's the last time How I saw it How old were you me. then? I was 16 years old.
0: Were you turned on? By what? <laughs> the drawing scene. No... You weren't attracted to Kate Winslet?
1: I don't think I was. Were you attracted to Leonardo DiCaprio? (laughs) No, I mean, I'm not... You know what's weird about period pieces is I don't get attracted to people in period pieces, even though they're... Because you're
0: thinking about how they smelled. (laughs)
1: I th- Maybe. You ever think about that?
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> people used to
1: smell terrible. To people used to stank. Ugh. There's just some, and even though they're like actually real people that are, yeah, they're not from the past. But anytime I watch a period piece, most of the well, there's some exceptions, but most of the time I just can't get into like, oh, I'm gonna fuck Kate Winslet and <laughs> the bowels of the Titanic. Yeah, I'm gonna stick it to her. Did you see the reader? Uh, that's the Nazi one. Yeah, no, the- I did not. Oh, she was naked in that one Ooh. too. Yeah, I mean she's a she's an like attractive me. woman. She is. But I just wasn't. I'm... You know what
0: movie where I, I I was thinking about smells the entire time? What? Gangs of New York. Oh yeah, of
1: course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these people
1: smell. Yeah. No,
0: but they like the actors didn't, but like just thinking about the time period. Yeah, I'm sure they like all Cameron stink. Diaz probably had like the worst pussy, <laughs> like, but everybody was in it.
1: Awful bush smell.
0: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: When you sit down and you can smell it. Yeah, the scene
0: of. where um, you know, the scene where Bill the butcher is teaching uh Amsterdam how to is that his name? Amps is that Leonardo DiCaprio's character's I name? I think so. Yeah. I wish we had a fact checker. Well, I'm gonna type it in right now. I think his name was Amsterdam Volone or yes. like something like that.
1: You're right. That sounds yeah.
0: Right. When he's like showing him how to like um, because on a pig, I guess a pig is most anatomically similar to a human body, right? As far as like where the locations of all the organs are and uh he's you know the pig is just like hanging there like can you imagine the scent of that
1: oh must have reeked
0: Ugh, fuck daniel day lewis what do you think about him
1: i like daniel day lewis you do i enjoy him
0: really yeah okay
1: why you have a problem with daniel day lewis (laughs) i think me and him should fight (laughs) who doesn't like daniel day lewis
0: well, I, you didn't in, see Phantom Thread, did you? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, that film, and in I think you should see it. But what I what what's interesting about that film, which is nominated for the Oscars, we're gonna let's let's first off let's talk about the uh, the films that are nominated for Best Picture. So we have Call Me by Your Name, which right. we both did not see. I've not seen it. Darkest that- Hour, I did see that. That looked.
1: Whatever, was it all right? <laughs> the Win- Winston Churchill thing. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I, no, I I was very surprised. It was very good. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I Dunkirk. Think- I didn't see. love Dunkirk. You loved it. Yeah. Was Harry Styles in that? He is from uh, One Direction. He is. I Did didn't they, even- they covered up his tattoos for this movie.
1: <laughs> I to be honest, I don't. It's probably because I'm just so out of it in general. I didn't yeah. even know. You who, didn't know who that was. I know who Harry Styles is. I didn't know he was in the movie. Oh. I didn't know. Like, when the movie w- was happening, I, didn't, I wasn't like, that's Harry Styles. I had no fucking idea which person Aren't was there
0: me. a lot of, like, young, cute guys in it?
1: Yeah. there's n- Maybe not cute, but young, British-looking, Irish-looking.
0: British-Irish-looking. Yeah. I like
1: that kind of look. There's a lot of that in Dunkirk. Except
0: no, a lot of, you know, a lot of these English people don't have chins, you know? And I... <laughs> Do I sound...
1: I think everybody had mean? a pretty firm chin. I really... That, Everyone had I, a firm I saw chin that in that movie? movie. In, I saw that movie in IMAX. It was great. You saw it in IMAX? Yeah. Wow. Fucking amazing.
0: How much was that? $28 in Los Angeles?
1: It was well worth whatever. Really? Yeah. That good? Yeah, because they shot most of it. Are you a
0: Nolan fan?
1: Yeah. Okay. I think that he has flaws. What's your favorite Chris Nolan movie?
0: Inception. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love Inception. Inception is a great heist
0: movie. What about any of the Batman movies that he did? I like the Batman. Wait, did he just do Batman Begins or did he do the second one? He did all three of them.
1: Oh, he did all three? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got flaws which are present especially in Interstellar. And I liked Interstellar a lot and The Dark Knight Rises. What's wrong with Interstellar? It's he's want... he's not very good at writing characters. Mm. Uh so, and he's not very good at dialogue. So whenever he writes his films, the characters are underdeveloped. Yeah, and the well, the, no, because
0: usually in his films, like the the heaviness is like really all in the plot and yes. the he's just trying to do a lot in yeah, the plot. Yeah. So I guess that's why the dialogue suffers. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, the next movie nominated for Best Picture, Get Out. Did you see that? I did. Looked it was it good. Up. Yeah. It was Look, great. Uh,
1: it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh Lady Bird. I've not seen Lady I Bird.
0: I thought it was good. I don't think it's uh honestly, I'm surprised that it's gotten this much accolades. Considering, you know, what it is. It's a coming of age story, which is fine. You know, it's a good one. But I,
1: I forever I thought it was a movie about Lyndon Johnson's wife. Did you? Yeah. In, in they time. would have called it Lady Bird Johnson then. Well, you can just call it Lady Bird. Well,
0: you know what? God bless her because she had to put up with a, a whole bucket of crazy. <laughs> he was fucking crazy, dude. They're, they all are. Did you know he like whipped his dick out once at a press conference? No. Uh, a White House press conference? Oh, what happened was um, they were talking about the Vietnam War and, and they were like, um, god what what did somebody ask him but anyway his his response was like oh no they were like why are we still in vietnam and and he was like this is why we're still in vietnam and he fucking grabbed his dick is that true that's oh a, yeah that, that so, really that happened
1: apocryphal how i don't know this is mean,
0: before the like, cameras were back
1: i love lyndon johnson's stories he was crazy i love the ones where he's, he's shitting no
0: he's nuts oh he was yeah he would wouldn't he take conferences and stuff while yeah. he's on the toilet
1: dropping a deuce and everybody he in had there. a
0: se- he was seriously narcissistic there's a
1: great phone call that was recorded of him calling a tailor <laughs> and he's telling the tailor he's like i need more room between my crotch and my bunghole uh it, the pants i have are too tight i need that extra <laughs> bit of, of room down there he yeah on the phone with this guy he's yeah. the president and he had hole. a huge dick i've heard
0: <laughs> so anyway um and he acted like it. No. Okay. You didn't see Fan Thread. I have not seen it Okay. Yet. I saw it. Pretty good. Uh, the Post. I don't need to see that. Yeah, Does anybody yeah. need to see that? I'm not in the theater. Uh, like, you no. know what I was thinking about recently? Like, Steven Spielberg, like, <laughs> what has he ever said artistically? <laughs> like, in any of his films? He's not an artist. I don't... I don't he just ag- makes I don't agree with that. Big movies.
1: No, I don't agree with that. I... What's his artistic message then? It's not about artistic message. There's, he's there's, not an auteur. He's he he's definitely an innovator. He's he's certainly uh, innovative director. If you go back and you watch, like sure. a perfect example is Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a there's a truck chase scene in that film. Yeah, which is so even today is so exciting to watch. Yeah. Well it's there's so a lot well, of, it's yeah. It's so well edited well, and so like Well, even
0: like um wait, is Raiders also the one with the uh is it the one with the boulder and all that shit? Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, that well that film was pretty innovative.
1: He's yeah, he's in he's definitely innovative. Has innovator. he done
0: anything innovative recently?
1: I you know, I think he's just flawed. He, his sentimentality sometimes gets in his way. Like I loved that War of the World's movie, the Tom Cruise one, mm-hmm. until the end, which ruined it. But that, I didn't see it. It's such, it's a it's very mean spirited, bleak oh. movie, and mm-hmm. then the end. There's like a sentimental ending,
0: right? But I feel like the post. Like, we already we know what happened.
1: Does anybody care? It just feels... It, it also,
0: like, does anybody care about Tom Hanks anymore? It looks Stop.
1: like... Well, <laughs> the problem with Tom Hanks, I always say, is that Tom Hanks needs to play not, like, upstanding, virtuous characters. We need to see some villains I've, out of Tom Has Hanks. he
0: ever played a villain?
1: Not really. I mean, kind of in Cloud Atlas.
0: I, I liked Cloud Atlas. Kind I'm of, the only person who liked Cloud Atlas. I liked Cloud, Cloud, uh, Atlas. Cloud,
1: uh, Cloud Atlas, all right. It's all... It's... We're the only two people who think that. No, It's ambitious. I like <laughs> ambitious. You know? I do
0: too. I really like when somebody's really swinging for the fences. Yeah. And I'd rather watch new.
1: A, a swing and a miss than somebody playing it. Definitely. And, and that's what the post feels like. The post feels like, oh, this is it's, Oscar It is bait. safe. You know, it's this uplifting story about, you know.
0: Because it's a true story, it's right. safe. Yeah, you know we know what happened. I mean Ben Bradley. Everybody likes Ben Bradley. Come Everybody on.
1: loves Ben Bradley.
0: Most, I would say, most Americans probably don't even know who the fuck no, that is. Of course is. not, because they're intellectual vacuums. Okay, <laughs> <sighs> look him up if you don't know him. Uh, the Shape of Water. Did you see it?
1: No, I have. Wow. not Wow,
0: just just talk. They should have just called it The Shape of Horniness. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about being so fucking horny. Oh my god. Thank God I've never been that horny.
1: It's just Beauty and the Beast with a sea monster, right?
0: Basically. Okay. Except and the woman is like a mute.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of interesting things. I like Michael Shannon. Is he good? He's very good. He plays a villain. Yeah. Um Michael Shannon, wow, I think he Would you fuck Michael Shannon? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Even though he's kind of weird looking.
0: Weird looking? Yeah. I don't think he's that weird he's looking.
1: Got bug eyes. <laughs> Very intense.
0: Oh, but th- there's just something very like captivating about him. He's really fun to watch on screen. Yes, he
1: is. Except in Man of Steel, where he's terrible.
0: Oh, as uh, the
1: General Zod.
0: General Zod. Well, that's not his
1: fault. No. Well, it is kind of because his acting job. He is
0: bad. needs a paycheck. <laughs>
1: he, he just pitched it wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I'm. i just googled. Yeah. No, he does. I mean, yeah, he kind does have kind of an intense look.
1: Yeah, that sweaty face hovering not over sweaty. yours. He's No, I'm saying if you were engaged in coitus with Michael Shannon, oh, he's well, like staring down he's at you. He's married, not forever.
0: <laughs> you think he'll get divorced? Nothing ever lasts in Hollywood, guys. Oh, his wife is really pretty. Hmm. I I guess she's an actress. I've never heard of her. Kate Arrington. No, I don't know. Oh, she's quite lovely. Hmm, of course, naturally. Anywho, yeah, he was good in that. And then, uh, oh yeah, the last movie nominated for Best Picture, drum roll, three billboards outside every Missouri, <laughs> which I think is gonna win. What do you think is gonna win this year? Um, I think honestly there could be like a a little curveball here. I actually think the the other movie I think could win is Get Out.
1: I agree. I. Th- I would put my money on Get Out, probably. Yeah. I think the politics of it are too they, Because they really,
0: they're trying to do, I feel like with these nominations, there's a lot of virtue signaling yeah, here. of course. And they really, and the Academy wants to, like, look good.
1: Well, the old virtue signaling was... Well,
0: didn't Moon, Moonlight won last year, right?
1: The old virtue signaling was giving it to movies with the right... A subject matter or message. And right. now that's not good enough. So now it's going to be movies with this particular cast that's diverse or whatever. Right. Which is fine, you know. I mean, who cares? three
0: billboards. The reason why I don't like it is because and I've thought about this a lot. Like basically, if if you haven't seen it, guys, there there's the character in it. It's Sam Rockwell's character, which yeah. is the most problematic thing for me. And I also didn't like the way they treated Francis McDormand's character. So if you haven't seen the movie, I've talked about it at length before. It's about a mom who rents uh these billboards near her property and uh because her daughter had been like raped and murdered and set on fire and and the police department hasn't done anything right the sheriff's department so you know the billboards like the first one says raped while dying the yeah. second one says uh no arrests yet and then it says how come um what's his face chief willoughby chief willoughby which is um woody harrelson's character but uh, Frances McDormand, who plays Mildred, like, what? okay, here's one of the problems I have with this character. Is like, everybody's, like, treating her like she's this, um, ugh, I don't know. She has this very, like, forceful personality, right? Yeah. But there's a reason why. It's like, I mean, she was abused domestically. I mean, her husband is a piece of shit, and nobody gives a fuck about that. And how come... And, and you you saw in the movie how her husband now has a 19-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. And nobody's, like, raising their eyebrows about this at all. It's just, like, funny. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, I think you have to be careful. I, I also find the movie iffy. Yeah. I, because I kind of... Part of the problem was I think the, I had a mo- different movie in my head from the trailer. Um,
0: oh, the trailer, like, fucked with you.
1: A little bit. Yeah. But that aside, I think you have to be careful in in assigning the motivations of the characters of the movie to the motivations of the movie itself. Like, part of the thing they're portraying with her character is just how kind of shitty people are to victims, right? There, there, is, there is an intention in kind of having everyone act like she's completely out of bounds because I think a lot of victims who are filled with rage... Mm-hmm. And who want some form of justice. Yeah. They don't, get, they don't get it. And everybody's like, why don't you just get over that? You know, there, there, sure. there is that. So I don't think that the film 100% errs in having that attitude because it kind of, I think, builds sympathy for her uh, in a few ways. Um, but I know the point that you're going to make about Dixon.
0: Jason Dixon. Right. Which, honestly, I have to be honest, I think Sam Rockwell will win the Oscar. And I think he deserves the Oscar more, as just like, a, a, for his overall work, his entire career. No, don't you think? Yeah, I like Sam. He's Radcliffe. one of the greatest actors we have. But <laughs> here is the problem with this character. So he's a racist cop, okay? And he's just like you know, it's said throughout the movie that he he like beats up black people, right? Sure. And then there is a scene in this movie where you know he he decides to beat the shit out of the guy who sold the billboards to Mildred right. spoiler alert and he like throws him out of like a two story window onto the street and oh he and then the part i didn't like is where, do, do you remember when he punched that girl in the face yeah and <laughs> but then in the same scene so Mildred is about to burn down the police station this is full of spoilers guys yeah. so she's about to burn down the police station cuz she's fucking pissed right so she's like throwing a molotov cocktail in there and then he goes into the police station it's on fire. Is he already in there?
1: He's in there. He's in there. Reading a note left to him by Chief Willoughby, who, who just committed suicide.
0: Right. Because he had cancer. Yeah. This is, guys, don't listen to this podcast if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it
1: doesn't matter. You, you said spoilers a while ago. So.
0: Right, right, right. So he... Um, the police station is set on fire, right? Mm-hmm. And then he miraculously decides to save the case file for Mildred's daughter's murder. Right.
1: Because he read the note <laughs> from <of> Chief Willoughby. <laughs>
0: right. So, I, I, so, like, all of a sudden he, like, becomes this, like... This is, like, the moral turn for him, right? right? Which doesn't make any sense.
1: I, I also found it to be fraudulent. Especially in that later scene where he's in the hospital with the guy the burns? He, he threw out the window. Oh yeah. And yeah, the yeah. guy like gives him a sip of orange juice. And, I
0: know. It's so weird. And it's,
1: it's just like, this isn't, this doesn't feel real at all. It, <laughs> it was
0: so contrived.
1: Yeah. It feels very. Yeah. And, and I don't have any problem with like gray, gray morally characters. I think that's fine in filmmaking, but this one, mm-hmm. it just never felt like legitimate. it, it it, yeah,
0: because you're supposed to think that Jason is this, like, huge racist piece of shit the yeah. whole
1: time. And then all of a sudden, he, like, he's he wants to help. Well, especially watching him beat the shit out of someone, throw him out of a window, Yeah, and punch a woman in the face. Because that was
0: intense. Yeah. That was fucking intense. Like, this guy is, like, full of rage, you know?
1: Yeah, and I didn't think that that was the direction the film would go with that character. Yeah, you know, I, I, As soon as he started being like Francis McDormand's friend And he's helping with the investigation yeah, exactly. and, and he's at the bar I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, a total 180 It's so, and it takes away any Very convenient, you know it, it takes away her power as a character too Which is also distressing Because she's the one you want to see persevere and, and make it through Even if she fails mm-hmm. And even if her rage turns her so bad that she's burning up buildings and burning up people right at least that would be more of an arc that's sensible and you can follow instead of yeah oh this guy's suddenly been redeemed and
0: yeah the redemption arc is just it's way too convenient and you know it's just the director trying to put it in this like neat tiny package like look guys this person this is a good person now you know let's believe in people it's like shut up and if this really happened in real life, that would none of that ever would have happened. I mean, he would have beat the shit out of those people, but after that, like I don't think he would have given a fuck about no. helping this woman. No. Unbelievable.
1: And, the, and his mom was such a like the thing I don't like about that film that I was surprised when I saw the preview, I was I love movies about angry people yeah. causing trouble. I yeah. love it. I love MASH. I love that whole genre of troublemakers. Mm-hmm. but the movie when you watch it it's a little it doesn't like its characters very much it's yeah. very like shitty about them it has them say like d- condescending stuff mm-hmm. uh, or it has them say like like the the kid in that movie has this dialogue in the car with his mom. The teenage boy. Oh, here's very... another
0: thing I don't like. How come... Okay, you know when some... D- Who sets fire to the billboards? Was it... It wasn't Dixon, was it? It was her husband. Her husband, right. And then they conveniently have a fire extinguisher in the car?
1: How? Well, I'm... That... What is that? That's whatever. Well, <laughs> those points don't matter, but... That
0: bothered me. Yeah,
1: the like whole... they
0: have a fire extinguisher? The
1: whole... The whole package just felt very... I don't know... If... I don't know what the right word is, but it felt off.
0: But, but, you know, the guy... Are you familiar with the work of the guy who made I've seen In Bruges, movie? which I don't yeah. like. I have not seen... You don't like In Bruges? No, I don't. How is that? You I, don't like
1: it? No. Why? I, I mean, I... I have,
0: think In Bruges is one of the best films ever made. I
1: haven't seen it in years, but I just was... Whatever. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen seven, um, seven... Seven Psychopaths? Seven Psychopaths. Seven I didn't think fours. that was very good. I saw that <laughs> in the theater when it's, it came out. It's one of the problems, and... People can make movies about whatever they want, but when you have a foreign filmmaker that comes to America and makes right. movies about, because he's um,
0: he's Irish Scottish,
1: yeah, something, yeah, especially movies about rural or middle America, they tend to get it wrong. Yeah, and,
0: because he's not American and he doesn't really understand the nuances between you know certain things here. Yeah, let's see. He's um oh he's Irish and British. Okay, dual British and Irish citizenship
1: yeah it it felt it just felt off that the whole movie I was just like something doesn't feel right it feels right. weird and then
0: you know what else I heard is that he wrote the script for this like over 10 years ago well, that's fine that doesn't no, who
1: cares play a factor w- who cares this? when somebody writes a script
0: I think if it had been written more recently there would be some differences
1: Christopher Nolan wrote Inception a decade before he made it okay so you can do that <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed you
0: whatever s- I don't know. I honestly, if this movie wins Best Picture, this is like Crash 2.0 because Crash wasn't a good I movie.
1: don't think it will. Uh,
0: you So, y- would you say, what do you think is going to win Best Picture?
1: I would put my money, I think they'll give, and I, I, let me preface this by saying, I don't care about the Oscars. Yeah. They're meaningless after two years. There's just, who gives a shit? Right. But people give them a lot of cultural cachet in the moment. So. Yeah. They'll this is what I think will happen. They'll give Guillermo the best director. Yeah. And they'll give Get Out Best Picture. They'll split it.
0: Well, they always they usually tend to split best picture. Recently. And best it didn't director. used to be the case. No, that's not true. It is true. When was the last time they
1: gave both to the same movie? In the Titanic? It, <laughs> uh, yes. the nineties was the I think the last point that happened regularly. And then it started happening with Saving Private Ryan.
0: They usually give Best Director as like, basically like a consolation right.
1: type prize. No. And yeah. I think that'll happen again. Yeah. Whichever day we will be fine with. But what, what happened last year? Who got Best Director and who Oh, got, who got Best Director last year? See, Hold uh, on. Who, who even fucking remembers? <laughs> well- Who cares?
0: <laughs> I mean, I care. Let me see. Um. Best Oh, so Best Picture was uh, Moonlight, of course. Right. Remember that whole thing? Yes. <laughs> best Director was Damien Chazelle for La La Land. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. Except, oh god, I, we we know what happened with La La Land. We've talked about it on your podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. La La Land is a fine movie.
0: No, it was terrible okay (laughs) it was so bad it was intellectually insulting
1: listen to uh my podcast for the full la la land yeah
0: what was the name of that episode again it's
1: called cucks (laughs) cucks love la la land
0: what's the last episode didn't you have an episode called cucks love something else recently
1: cucks love the last jedi oh
0: (laughs) are you just gonna do that every year
1: yeah it's 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 tongue in cheek
0: wait did you like the last jedi
1: i thought it was uh flawed but fine
0: yeah, people get i so been out of shape. It's a kids' movie, right? Don't you think?
1: Yeah, it's 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 a,
0: It's a movie, but where the, they're just trying to sell merchandise. Well, the, <laughs> the
1: problem is, is these large scale properties that are like what are they four quadrant pictures? What they call them when everyone can go see it. They be they all get wrapped up in political discussions now. So now the last Jedi is sure. not just Star Wars. It's like oh, if you don't like it, you're racist because you don't like the fact <laughs> that it has a diverse cast. Oh, or God. hasn't Star Wars always been pretty diverse? If you like, well, if not really. If you watch the original, it's pretty. Uh, or if you like it, it's because you're an SJW cock lib. <laughs> so silly. It's like, no. I'm a
0: libtard, baby. Yeah,
1: libtard. <laughs> so when we say. So
0: I hate when people, like, people call me an SJW, and I'm, I don't think I am at all. Am I an SJW on stage?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so either. When did they call you an SJW? Just people have called me that. Who? people who don't matter write their names down <laughs> okay this is a fun game okay i'm just writing a name
0: this person doesn't matter but he's insane
1: oh he said that about me I was why like, what was the joke
0: oh it was a roast battle <laughs> thing oh, okay where he called me an SJW but during there. the roast battle, yeah. Oh, well, well and I'll honestly, I've never seen a joke in roast battle where somebody says SJW
1: and it goes well, yeah, because <laughs> people are like, What? Yeah, it's kind of over applied because I'm
0: not one of those um virtue signaling type comics no, at all.
1: No, I would, I would agree with that,
0: yeah. And I, and you know what, good because those people have reps. Well, they're boring, they're boring people,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a few I can think of.
0: Write one down. All right. This is fun. It's a fun game. So I'll I'll make um, what do I have another Oscar prediction? Yeah, I think get, you know what. Get out. I'll go Best Picture, and then Best Director Guillermo. Ugh, God, yeah. that the guy whose name Charles just wrote down. First off, I can I just say something about that guy, <laughs> Is I saw him stretch, like thoroughly like i'm talking about like a, a full body stretch jumping jacks the whole nine to do before he did a 10 minute set
1: <laughs> that's fine what do you mean that's fine you know, people have their rituals and you know people do whatever but he's they not do. even yeah. funny that's, that's a separate issue like what are you doing people you
0: think that guy's funny i mean i don't it's... i've never seen him make me laugh I've seen. First off, I've seen him in person maybe three times because he seems like a shut-in who just sits on his computer and yells.
1: Uh, I I just don't. There's there's just a tone that I don't like, and there's a lot of participation in the tone. There's a <laughs> the lot. Tone. I, I'll I'll say this in a broad sense. Yeah. I'm I'm getting annoyed by the the sudden appearance of all these. Uh, like, oh, I'm I'm a pansexual. I'm a non, you know, and I'm like non-binary. I'm like you've, I don't know you've never that. fucked a man. I know you haven't. <laughs> We've talked about this yeah, before. Yes, it's very. Annoying. What it,
0: What were you saying about? Uh, you've said this before. Is like, um, I don't know, just about men who say they're open to stuff, but like they're not. You know, oh, I, just what because were you saying? I
1: say just because you think a man is handsome doesn't mean. Oh like, yeah, that's it. That's you know, it. it's like settle down. Right, I you know I don't want to tell people what their sexuality is, but sometimes I'm like, all right, just relax. Yeah, why don't you dip your foot into the pool? That's right. three
0: you... billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri is the virtue signaling of films.
1: Do you think it is? Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't know if I didn't. I don't agree with that. I think, I think it's full of virtue signaling. Uh,
0: Look I, at this, guys. We can all live in harmony. Well, I I just think. I,
1: It's just lazy at the end. The end of that movie, I was just sitting in the theater like,
0: what? Well, the ending of film, that's the hardest part, is ending a movie. And
1: they got it completely wrong.
0: Ugh, So bad. Yeah. I might go see it again. (laughs) But wait, you didn't see Phantom Threat, right? No. That film is very disturbing. And I think people don't understand
1: it. I like that. I like Paul Thomas Anderson. I love him.
0: I think he's one of our greatest filmmakers. Certainly. Yeah, but do I think this is his best film? Hmm. No, I don't. I think his best film is uh, "There Will Be Blood."
1: Yeah, it's a it's a good one.
0: <laughs> what did you did you see The Master?
1: I have not seen The Master.
0: Oh, you didn't? No, people hate that one. No, I, I liked it. it.
1: I like I like most of the movies of his I've seen. I've, I haven't seen his past few films. Not for, I always miss them when they're in the what theater. What was his last one? Inherent Vice. Inherent Vice. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I saw that. I love you know I mean Boogie Nights is still one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. Well,
0: I wonder who's gonna get Best Actor. I think Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour.
1: Well, Gary Oldman's got some uh, spousal abuse things. He does. On. Yeah, he's got. I don't know who if did it's sp- he beat. He beat there's somebody.
0: Wasn't he married to Uma Thurman years ago?
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah, that's weird, right? They've been talking about like, oh, why did James Franco not get a nomination, but Gary oh. Oldman did.
0: Really? No. I did not hear this. Yeah, Gary I'm looking Oldman's it got up. Some,
1: some skeletons that they're talking about. I didn't know that. too bad because I love Gary Oldman. And if, if I find out, he's 59. Been 59 what? Years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's 59? Yeah, he's an old man. I guess man. that
0: makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's been married a lot of times. <laughs> he's been married five He got married last year to another woman. One, two, three, four, five... Five wives. He was married to Uma Thurman in 1990. They divorced in
1: 1992. Yeah, I'm sure he's a real handful. It's not a man; it's a man that seems well, fun to marry at first. No,
0: then. but there, I can tell you why he wouldn't be fun to be in a relationship with. It's because he's he's a creative genius. Right. He's a great actor. Yeah. I mean, and and a creative genius is not an easy person to deal with. No. You know, it's it's hard. It's challenging. Oh, and uh oh, yeah, he's he. uh it says he's a recovered alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's another thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, you need to give Gary Oldman a call.
0: About what? This... He just got married last year. Yeah,
1: that won't last long.
0: <laughs> no, he's way too old for me.
1: Oh, really? Good God. What's your uh, what's your cap?
0: On age? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I think right now. So I just had a birthday the other day. I turned 31. I think I would go up to 15 years older. Okay. 46.
1: All right fair
0: I don't really care for an older than that right now as I get older obviously it'll, it'll, it'll go up yeah. <laughs> right but I think that's a good cap I think my age or or that okay maybe a couple years younger that but that's it
1: that's fair yeah what about you uh no one older than me that's my cap
0: <laughs> no one older than you yeah. Jesus yeah I can't. you like to rob the cradle. I
1: can't handle. I robbed a few in my time.
0: You have? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How old was the last person you were in a relationship with?
1: Uh, I don't want to say. Because you'll make fun of me.
0: I'll make fun of you. No. They were 18. No. 19. No. 22.
1: 21.
0: I'm not going to make fun of you. I just... Now... This has shed light on some things that <laughs> make sense now i
1: can't deal with people older than me why and that, and i don't like you're it. not
0: even that old
1: yeah but i don't want what are you 35 i'm 36 okay there's a there's just a weird power dynamic i don't like
0: like but, they like you think that they feel that they have some sort of power over yeah, you
1: i don't like it implied or or, or active at all need you to be, need to be in control
0: as well is. we need
1: to be equal partners that needs to be I don't
0: situation. get that sense at all. I enjoy an older guy. Because no, I, I feel like for women, I feel like when a guy's a little older you might be more on the same emotional playing field. That's more, probably true. You know. Whereas like guys but I've had problems with like guys even older than me who aren't they don't have anything in their life together. Right. <laughs> it's I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think it has to do with age. I think it just has to do with the person. Maybe. So, but wait. So you dated a twenty-one-year-old. Did you actually think there was like there was like a future there?
1: I don't. I don't date people because I think there's a future. It's just, oh, because you don't care about that. No, I'm not. I'm not hunting. You for just care it. about that ass. Is <laughs> that <laughs> what it is? No, I. I want to be around. You know, you meet people and and you like being around them, so you hang around. What are you gonna do? Their frontal lobe isn't developed. I'm not a... Your, your
0: frontal lobe isn't okay. fully developed until you're 25 or 26. Right. Did you know that, guys? I'm well, talking to the listenership. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, I think about that a lot because, you know, I had somebody uh, who I dated end up with somebody much younger and it, oh. it's because it's easy for them, you know, because they'd have no expectations. I have expectations in a relationship, sorry, right. you know, as a 31-year-old woman. That's I fair. have some expectations, Good. you know. But a younger woman, like, when I was, like, 22, 23, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing or thinking about or, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't know what you're, were you a fully formed person at the age of 22?
1: I was a fully formed person at the age of 15. <laughs> Oh, so. Oh, were you? I was.
0: <laughs> you haven't changed at all since 15. I, I've
1: changed. No, I've changed in some ways. But in a lot of ways. But I when haven't.
0: you were like 22 or 23, weren't you doing like fucking stupid things? No. You weren't? No. You didn't go through a party freeze. I did not. Are you partying right now?
1: No. I'm probably <laughs> let more loose now than I did when I was young. You were uptight? Yeah, very uptight. Why is that? i just, I don't know my, who I was, who I am. I'm very uptight.
0: I don't think you're uptight. I'm a little uptight. I think with me, you're not uptight. I guess. <laughs> Isaac said that. You seem comfortable with me.
1: Isaac says a lot of things. Isaac, yeah. well, the last time we did a podcast and Isaac listened to it, he said that I was hinting that I had a secret boyfriend oh, right. yeah. who drove me to, to Long Beach to do our podcast. That's crazy. And I was like, how what? do you get to Long Beach when you go down there? i us just get a car. Where I'll hitch a ride with a guest. Oh. But I can, you know, you can rent a car. For, there's a Avis next to my apartment, and you can rent a car for like 20 bucks.
0: For the day? Yeah. Huh.
1: So, it's cheaper than Lyft, and then you can run errands. It's true. Yeah. I've learned to function without a car in LA. It's not hard. Right. You can piece it together and save more money than you do if you have a car. And people, you don't have to street cars,
0: park. Cars are a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, there's just all this horse shit you have to do with it. Yeah. But anyway, so Isaac... I was trying to figure out where Isaac got that. <laughs> right. And it, we, he got it from when from you and I were this, talking about yeah. this specifically. When oh, we talked okay. about, I said, it's good for me to have someone to do a podcast with because it pushes me oh, to go down there. Oh, no,
0: you were talking about him
1: as your podcast partner. Yeah. And he heard secret boyfriend in that.
0: <laughs> Isaac is just very curious.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, which is fine. <laughs> I'm a little curious too. You know what I mean. What does that mean? What?
1: You're curious about what?
0: All kinds of things. Okay. Sexual things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a horny woman. You know. You know. What was
1: What was your favorite movie of the year?
0: My favorite movie of the year was Mother.
1: I've not seen. It's not
0: nominated for any Oscars.
1: (laughs) I want to see that though. I like.
0: I think it was the most realistic film that came out this year, and it's not realistic at all. Do you know what I mean? Like it. It the. It's very, um, it's metaphor heavy, but it's about, at its core, I'd say it's about betrayal. And I really related to that because I was betrayed last year. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is realistic. I mean, it's about somebody like giving your entire self to somebody and then ripping your heart out basically I mean that's what it was about and it was very you know a personal film for Darren Aronofsky I think you know I I think he's fucking crazy but he's a genius like he's a crazy genius right he is and I really have to give it to him on that movie I I mean it really was just the most impressive film I saw last year another movie I saw last year that I don't think anybody saw was Personal Shopper with uh, Kirsten Stewart Kirsten Stewart Kirsten Stewart yeah, that was pretty good. And then uh, the square was good. That's a foreign film. I don't think that's nominated. For, is it, it nominated is. for best foreign film? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that won the Palme d'Or at Cannes last year. That I'll, was really good.
1: I wanted. I want to watch all those. I don't, my movie going is so in the tank this year. I just have not been out. To I
0: see it I go to stuff. see a movie at least every week, and I try to see you know the smaller films yeah. that a lot of people don't see because I feel like you know, especially recently. You know, in the last um, several years, like, all of the movies that got nominated for Oscars are, like, you know, the big blockbusters, the big studio films. Well, one of the things
1: Oscars is worried about is they get the criticism that they nominate a bunch of movies that nobody's seen, and then their ratings go down because people aren't watching the Oscars when they're on Oh, so then there's a whole,
0: like, commercial concern
1: there. Yeah, there's a big one.
0: Well, no, but I'm... Because, you know, I was... In my household, you know, my mom was a cinema major, so she was really into, like, foreign films and, you know, independent films. So I, w- I was raised to, like, consider all those <laughs> sorts of things. I And I prefer that. I think, I think there's a lot of great art being made that people don't look at, really. Yeah. You know, That's and it's sad case. because I think in this country, and I've talked about this a lot with a lot of people, I think art is just devalued in this country. Sure. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. You know? I st- they want to stuff their faces at the Last Jedi like cucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cucks stuffing their faces. Yep, with Jedi swords.
0: <laughs> Jedi swords. There's st- that's
1: phallic. I screen. I I work with the uh, film festival dances with films. Oh
0: yeah, I got into it.
1: Have I, oh, <laughs> do you
0: remember when i got into a little
1: thing with somebody and you fought with the founder barely but aside from your beef with the founder of the festival yeah that's a really good indie festival because they their requirement for being in the festival i'll never be allowed into it no, <laughs> you kidding. should you should ask just you should get on the screening committee since you like watching movies okay uh you you can't have anybody in the film that is a name so if you have a name actor in the movie or a name director, what's or the something, what's
0: the what's the limit on that? Because you can, I mean, can they be somebody who's on like an unknown TV show?
1: <laughs> like basically, basically, the way they look at it is: is this person's name enough to get your film funded? So oh, is this person going to draw uh, sure. investors or financiers sure, to sure, your sure. film? So if you have somebody like that in the film, that's not going to screen in competition. Oh, I see. And it's a neat. It's a really neat festival for people who have no connection to Hollywood but still have filmmaking talent. And right. They, and a lot of uh, – like the guys that created Big Love uh, and a few other uh-huh. uh, pretty well-known people have come up through that festival. So if you like filmmaking and you're into yeah. indie film, it's a really
0: uh, – I love it. It's just too bad. Aren't you?
1: <laughs> I, I'm sure – I'm sure she'll forgive you.
0: She called me stupid on a podcast, I and I don't like that. I think she called you stupid. Yeah, she
1: did. I think she implied that. And I said,
0: see you next Tuesday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what does that mean? Cunt. Oh. <laughs> You've never heard that? No. See you
0: next Tuesday. No. Wow. Yeah. Charles, see. Well, neither. You ha- You clearly have not been a fully formed person <laughs> since the age of 22 or 15 I or whatever would, you said. I would just
1: call somebody a cunt. I wouldn't dress it up. Really? Yeah.
0: It's more fun when you dress See it up sometimes. You next Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Look, I don't have problems with a lot of people at all. Don't you think I get along with most people? I have no idea. But when somebody when somebody crosses me, <laughs> I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Are you feuding with anyone now?
0: Uh, do I have any
1: feuds? Ugh.
0: Well, I, I'm not too happy with your little friend. Who? Do I have to write it down? Yeah,
1: write write it down.
0: Oh God, I have to reach for the.
1: Who's my little friend? Oh yeah, does <laughs> anybody? Ugh, how can you deal with that person? He's you know he, I a few times in my life I pick some people <laughs> who need someone to be nice to them and I'm oh, nice to them. Oh my
0: God! Well, he need he needs um therapy yeah.
1: <laughs> yes there's a lot going on there <laughs> it's too much oh this is really interesting for people listening we're just talking about so
0: something. what stop it stop commenting on that i well, don't care listen well, so i have you a think.
1: very popular podcast how I, popular uh, is it uh, no, it's not that popular it's it's popular enough are you
0: going are you going to mention this appearance on your podcast yeah oh, okay we'll, fine we'll send eventually we should do a swap
1: cast we'll send uh we'll send some more traffic your way <laughs> As we did with my previous episode, which is the most listened to episode. Yes, what is the past time that I was on?
0: Now it is.
1: Uh, yeah. So where do you think? Where do you think that came from?
0: From being mentioned on yours, yeah, well, but right. that is somewhat. I'm just saying. So, so some people don't promote enough, and I get annoyed with that.
1: When they were on.
0: Yeah, and they don't retweet shit. It's like fuck you. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. <laughs> I'm not going to name anybody. Write but it down. I.
1: <laughs> write it down
0: okay like this annoyed me well I mean no she actually did er Uh-oh. oh wait no he <laughs> actually did. they never mind <laughs> it doesn't matter write it down no you saw who I was writing down oh. no I don't think it has to do with that I think it has to do with um what people really think of somebody do you know what I mean no what do you mean no
1: I don't what do you mean
0: I think just because somebody is popular doesn't mean that people like them.
1: Oh, so you're saying that... Do you know what I mean? That just because... Uh
0: Uh-oh. What are you about to say? (laughs) Just because... No, no.
1: Just because uh, someone appears to have a big following, Uh that it may not actually be one. Right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do.
0: And I think that's the case here.
1: No, we've had that a few times where we have some people on and... Like who? The appearance is that... <laughs> write it th- down. They're going to generate a lot of listens, but... Don't write my name. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you off air. It's not okay. It. It's, it's not a comedy person.
0: It isn't. Okay. Well, I think we're pretty much done.
1: Yeah, we're just chatting at this point.
0: Yeah. So do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Plug your Twitter and all that.
1: Go to subscribe to my podcast, which is better than Heather's. It's uh, (laughs) called Not a Huge Fan. I have have it with a recently... It's for cucks. I have... (laughs) It's for cucks. Uh, I host it with a journalist named Isaac Simpson.
0: Yeah, journalist is a loose term. No,
1: it's not. He's a, he, he
0: writes articles on Medium.
1: Wait, wait, <laughs> he gets paid to write articles on Medium. Oh, by, does he? by Medium? And he used to work for LA Weekly. And also, he
0: was an attorney. Written for Vice I think that's that
1: should be his number one and for credit. Kurt, uh, he wrote a. He actually wrote an article for Curbed about the ten worst landlords in LA. Oh yeah, and that article was immediately retracted by Curbed because they mm. were threatened to be sued by five or Pe- six oh, of really? the landlords on the list.
0: Wait, it was actual names of individuals. Yes. Oh shit. So Isaac's a real. So th- that doesn't exist anymore. Y-
1: if you go looking on like archive.org, yeah. from uh the time that it was published you can still read it uh, okay isaac's a real bomb thrower he likes to he likes he to cause trouble
0: but was he talking about how like these people who just like use all this money oh i think i've heard him talk about this how they like take money from uh rent and just like send it back to uh
1: no that's no a different that's, thing. A different
0: thing? that's a different okay. thing okay so yeah so the, uh charles's podcast is uh not a huge fan plug yes. your twitter
1: my twitter's boring who cares uh come to Westside comedy theater every second friday to see the darkest hour which is a stand-up show maybe one day i'll be booked on that so along with josh denny and adam todd brown
0: i have no connection to those people
1: (laughs) it's a fun show
0: and uh you guys can uh, follow me on twitter and instagram at fixed air heather and uh the podcast is on twitter as well as at unrulypodcast and email us with any questions or concerns or hate mail, uh, unrulypodcast.gmail.com. I think that's it. Yep. And I have shows coming up on my website. They're on my website. I have shows coming up in Colorado and other places. Okay. Thanks. Bye.